Welcome to the Keeping It Israel podcast with Jeff Feuders, where Jeff and his guests talk everything Israel as it relates to Christian faith and the church. If you are a Christian and you stand with Israel, you will be encouraged and challenged by this podcast. And if you're not so sure about the whole Israel thing, you need to learn how your faith connects with Israel and why standing with Israel matters. Now here's Jeff with today's guest. Thank you for joining me for the Keeping It Israel podcast, where we talk everything Israel as it relates to Christian faith and the church. My name is Jeff Feuders. I'm the executive director of First Century Foundations, and we are a ministry that helps other groups, ministries, faith-based organizations in the land of Israel. We're excited because today is our very first podcast, and so we're glad that you joined us. And uh, in light of all that is happening in the world with COVID-19 and this terrible pandemic that uh, we are all living through, we wanted to bring you an update from some ministry leaders in Jerusalem, Israel. First, Chad Holland is the lead pastor of King of Kings Community Jerusalem, a vibrant congregation there in Jerusalem, Israel. Chad is going to encourage us and uh, share some of the challenges that they're facing. And also Wayne Hilsden, who is a co-founder of King of Kings Community Jerusalem and the current president of FIRM, the Fellowship of Israel-Related Ministries. Wayne will also be sharing, and I know you're going to be challenged and uh, encouraged today. So let's listen in to that conversation. Share with us what is happening there in, uh, in Israel. I know that we're all around the world facing some uh, very similar things. You guys seem to have been ahead of the curve in terms of some of the restrictions and the lockdowns and so on. But um, um, maybe Chad, you start, what are, what are conditions like right now there? Um, about every three or four days, we get a notice that the prime minister, uh, in conjunction with the Knesset, the uh, Ministry of Health and the Ministry of Labor, seem to be driving uh, the current regulations. And so about every three or four days, we get a new set of regulations that are posted online on the government websites, and then they usually post them on jpost.com as well for a quick review. So we try to stay connected with that. Uh, where we are currently okay. is um, we have a perimeter around our house that we're allowed to go out and take a walk. It's about 100 meters uh, around your house. Um, you're not allowed to get together with uh, anyone outside of your immediate family. Um, there are no mm-hmm. gatherings publicly at all, uh, no religious gatherings, no prayer meetings, no social events. Um, you can have a funeral outside, but uh, you have to stay two meters apart and, uh, you can't have more than 10 people. You, uh, can have a wedding outside, but you're not allowed to have any guests. So, uh, it's, it's not a full military lockdown yet, but it looks like that's the, uh, encouragement is to be in full lockdown mode. Uh, we did find out today that the Mossad actually just delivered, they secured and delivered 10 million face masks. And um, wow. the thought is that there's only 9 million people in Israel. So the thought is that it could be coming as early as this week, that if you are in public, it's mandatory to wear a face mask. Now, mm. the, good, the good side of that seems to be that the Ministry of Labor is pushing for uh, a restart of work and transportation if everybody will wear the masks. And that may be why they secured so many. So it's man- it could be mandatory. 
And then okay. um, it, it may be that we're moving toward, instead of everybody being on quarantine and lockdown, it could be that we're moving to the elderly stay on quarantine and lockdown. But we don't know time frames on this. At this point, uh, Israel is not, uh, their culture is not so much that they listen or they obey. So uh, this rule has not been anything different. Most, there's been a lot of fines and, and arrests and things because people aren't listening, especially in the Orthodox community. They have been blatantly not uh, following the guidelines. And so I know the prime minister and the police have been going to synagogues and, and um, Orthodox neighborhoods trying to enforce this. And I think last night, some of the first rabbis support finally started coming in saying, okay, please obey the rules. We're not going to meet as a minion. We're not going to meet as a prayer group finally to try to cur curb this, uh, this virus uh, spread. So that's where we are right now. We're doing everything online in our community and in our family of ministries. That means all of our weekend services are online. Our small groups are online. Our, our, our staff meetings and leadership meetings, our prayer times in the prayer tower, everything's been doing, uh, we've been doing them all online. And by God's grace, we are grateful that technology works to some extent. And we're looking at ways to improve that for the new normal right now. So mm. hopefully that was a quick synopsis of where we're at. Um, and really the hit is not as much a health hit because Israel has done a fairly decent job of jumping in early with the lockdown and the closing of the borders and the stopping of planes and travel, they jumped in early there. Um, the, the impact right now is, is dramatically in the economic side with people not being able to work and us being a small country um, and how that's going to impact different, uh, different businesses and ministries here in Israel. Hmm. Wayne, do you have anything you want to add to that around conditions? Pretty comprehensive. He, he's, He's got it all figured out. Oh, she does. Going along for the ride. <laughs> now, you, uh, I, I was amused. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? You and Anne had a little disagreement. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah, we were fighting over who takes out the trash. I mean, the fight was, I'm going to go take the trash. She says, No, I want to take the trash. And I said, No, no, let me take the trash. And so it was a lot of trash, trash talk in our family. <laughs> very good very good out of the house exactly now uh, a question maybe for both of you Wayne you can start how are your families doing with all of this well this technology is helping all of us to stay in touch that's been a wonderful uh, thing and it seems that they're all coping now our kids are three out of four uh, shall we say they are entrepreneurs they are uh, you know, it's not a, a nine to five salary position. So they depend upon clientele uh, right. for the media services they provide or the music services they provide. Um, but you know what? They're all optimistic, full of faith. God's supplying their needs. So I'm grateful to the Lord for that. How about you, Chad? How's your family doing? Yeah, thanks for asking. It's very thoughtful of you. Um, we were doing okay. The Lord blessed us that uh, a few months back we we moved into a rental house um, in the town of Modi'in, outside of Jerusalem, and my my parents were able to move in with us. So my wife and my four kids plus my two parents are all here. So eight of us in the house. Um, that's helped them as they are uh, aging a little bit. 
Um, we, we homeschooled already. So that, that didn't actually change okay. a whole lot. And our, and our daily routine didn't change a whole lot. I'm, uh, I told Wayne this morning on one of our team meeting calls, I'm as busy as ever. Um, because now not only do you have the, all of the responsibilities you're used to, but now you're your own production manager, um, to get everything done online. Whereas you used to have a media team that would show up and do it. Now you got to do it yourself. Um, uh, you know, how are, how are our attitudes and hearts, uh, when it comes to faith, you know, they're challenged. They're, they're, they're ch the kids don't really know a lot different. We told them to, Hey, we're cutting down on snacking and we're only eating during dinner time. And, you know, there's been a couple of little tweaks that mm. they know about. Um, but, uh, but I think it's hard for spouses who, who aren't inside of your head. They don't know what you're thinking and, and you're trying your best to communicate what the options might be. It, it certainly can be hard. And I, and I think for us, maybe uniquely with, with elderly parents in the house, um, this is not a one family decision. This is a, um, you know, they're, they're, the way my dad says it is uh, our wagon is hitched to yours. So you, you tell us how, what we're doing and we'll follow. And, and uh, so yeah. it's something we're praying through because we don't know exactly how to navigate these, these unique waters. Thank you. That was going to be one of my other questions was just about, you know, morale. What's, Wayne, what's morale like there in the country with uh, colleagues, other ministry partners? I know that you at Firm are connected with a lot of the same folks that we are. How is, how is morale? Well, as Chad said, we had earlier meetings today. So we had our staff meeting with the King of Kings. Yesterday, we had our staff meeting with our Fellowship of Israel-related ministries team. And I think Chad and I both agree that the morale is wonderful and our teams are terrific and just have great attitudes. Um, already we've had to share how difficult it is right now for both those ministries to make it financially. There's been major cutbacks in terms of uh, donors and their ability to help at this time. And so uh, it's a financial challenge and um, some are going to get some news today about further cutbacks, and it may be difficult for some of them to be able to handle that. So we pray that the morale will stay as strong as it is. Amen. Amen. Um, okay. Biggest challenges during all of this for, for the ministry itself, uh, Chad, what, what are you facing the most? Well, we're, you know, there's a little bit of an adjustment period. Uh, and I think we're, we've done pretty well at adjusting quickly, finding the technologies that work for you or continuing to try new ones uh, until it, it, it works better. Keeping communication very solid, very on point every day. You know, we're talking to all of our pastors and our campuses and our, our directors and our, you know, our managers, uh, all of our coordinators, and just trying to keep every congregation healthy moving forward with their leadership and their morale. So that's a, that's a little bit of a challenge. We, we, we find ourselves being in some ways a, um, a well from which others need to draw their hope uh, from. Mm. Uh, so communication is a challenge, but it feels like we're, we're over the hump on figuring out some things there with our congregations, the online services and things like that. Uh, for us, we've had a lot of prayer support. So I think that's been a strength. Our team morale is top notch. Uh, even as Wayne was mentioning the, the meetings we had this morning while we were having the meetings, challenging meetings about finances and, and, and 
employees and personnel and layoffs and all that stuff, you're just looking at options. Uh, while we're having the meeting, we're getting emails of support from the team who are on the call. So uh, mm. I think that's been a blessing for us as well. Um, trying to follow the regulations to stay up with them every day has been a little bit of a challenge uh, legally and what you can do and can't do. But ultimately, uh, we, we haven't had any major notices of health issues in the family of ministries. So that's been, by God's grace, protected. So we, we bring you good news from that. Uh, but for us, yeah, financially has been the biggest hit and it hit early and it hit hard. And uh, th those are the areas we're trying to figure out now. So if you're talking about biggest challenges right now, it's, it's financial. Yes, uh, we can certainly uh, relate with that, I think, on our end as well. Uh, even just the mechanism, the mechanism with which we're able to send money to you guys, uh, because our banks have closed, most of them. And to do a, an international wire transfer, you pretty well have to walk in and, and do that kind of thing. So we're wondering about, uh, you know, whether or not they'll help us be able to, to make those changes. And we're praying that, uh, that funds will continue to come in and that at the very least, we can send them all after the fact. Uh, but um, I certainly can understand that. Uh, Wayne, anything to add with regard to challenges? Well, I... Maybe I'm just an eternal optimist, but I think these challenges are also opening the door to great opportunities to get to a wider audience. You know, we are using these technologies and I think it's amazing the way there's still a sense of community, even online. Uh, these kinds of, whether you use uh, Google Hangouts or you use Zoom or other platforms, uh, it's amazing how connected you feel with the people online. And of course, we're all going through this together. And so there's a bonding in that regard. We have a common challenge. And that, that actually creates even more unity, common uh, empathy, and common vision to get, get through this whole thing. I think we're going to look back at these days, hopefully soon, and say, those were wonderful days uh, that somehow uh, God used what was meant for evil and turned it around for, to be something very good. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, there's nothing like crisis to bond a family together, right? I mean, that's, that, is, uh, that is so true. How can we pray with you in this season? Uh, Chad, you first. Yeah, thanks. You know, we've, we've, uh, we've mentioned a few things, uh, whether it be uh, uh, being good at communicating with our teams and our communities. Uh, the financial hurdles are, are there, of course, that need prayer. Um, morale has been good. Um, uh, I would ask for prayer that as we come out of the season, the new landscape to which we, we find ourselves, that, we that we would be sensitive to the Holy Spirit opportunities there. Uh, historically, uh, challenging times produce more fruit of evangelism. And so for us, we're, we're trying to weather the, the immediate storm, if you will, to get to the fruit on the other side of it. And I think that's going to be uh, well-received. And the strengthening of our small groups has been a key to all of this because we're, we're positioning our small groups not with survival mentality, but with preparation mentality for the fruit that will show up uh, in just a little while. So if you could pray for our small group development, our small group leaders, our stream of communication, 
and then the opportunities of fruit that will come out on the other end. I, I think, uh, like Wayne said, we're looking for the optimistic side of what will happen after these challenges. Amen. Wayne, how can we pray? Well, I think you can pray for the financial challenge. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's painful for us to have to share with our team and for most of our team, including the leadership, uh, these are stressful times financially. Uh, to keep food on the table, pay the rent, um, keep things going. I think that's the, the top thing at the moment. As Chad said, we're, we've been protected on the physical side. We don't have any coronavirus victims in our circles, but we, want, we would ask for continued prayer for that kind of protection. You know, I think of the time that the Jewish people were in the land of Goshen and God uh, protected them. Even though they were in the midst of Egypt, um, they didn't suffer those same plagues. And I believe that God would want to put around us a hedge of protection so that we can be people who continue to make disciples, keep preaching the gospel, keep reaching out to those in need. Uh, and we need our health for that. Amen. Amen. Well, we will definitely pray that way. I was reading this morning, um, and I'll just share with you something that jumped off the page for me in Psalm 42. Um, I've been kind of living in the Psalms the last couple of weeks. But uh, Psalm 42, of course, it's the, the text about the deer panting for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? And uh, that question kind of caused a little bit of pause for me. You know, we're not meeting in our, in our buildings uh, anymore right now. Churches are all streaming online. And then if you go down to verse 4, it says, These things I remember uh, as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy, and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why are you so downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And uh, it ends again with that same phrase, verse 11. Why are you so downcast? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. I just was encouraged by those words today and, um, you know, thought that, you know, in the midst of all of this, it, it might sound cliche, but uh, it's not, is it? We can put our faith and our hope and our, and our trust in him and believe that he's going to see us through to the other side. And even in, in maybe greater ways than we imagine, uh, you know, Chad, when you talk about what happens at the end of all this, we just believe that God will work all things for his good as he has promised. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, guys, uh, anything else you want to share before we say goodbye? I'll encourage the people um, with this. We, 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 we shared this a little bit with the staff, and I had a couple of discipleship meetings today, and they were challenged with their security feeling as God is our refuge. And I, and I said to them this, and maybe this will encourage those connecting. Um, we didn't necessarily get ourselves into this by bad decisions, and we're certainly not going to get ourselves out with good decisions. These are the times in life that are of biblical proportion where we hear the patriarchs learned 
to rely completely on the Lord for guidance. And if you've ever wanted to live out the Bible, now's your chance. You get to, you get to listen to God on a new level because you just aren't strong enough or wise enough to get yourself out of this. And that is a great place to be if you are ready and you've been asking to receive a life of miracles, now's your chance. And so uh, let that be a word of encouragement for those that have been praying in that direction. And we expect to see great miracles on this side. Wayne? Well, I just want to encourage those that have been so faithful to give to first century foundations. Uh, you have such a faithful group of people that have done so for over a quarter of a century. Um, I've had such a close relationship with Clyde and Miriam Williamson and with yourself as well, Jeff, and to see how God has used your ministry to bless so many. And so we, I just want to say thank you. And uh, please pass on our greetings and gratitude to all of your supporters, those who pray, those who give, those who are involved, even hands-on in the work here in Israel. Message received, and uh, definitely we will send it along. Uh, let's pray. Can we pray before we go? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness and your grace. Lord, we thank you that in spite of everything that's going on around us, we know that we will see your goodness in the land of the living. And uh, I just pray today, I pray for all of our friends in Israel, Lord, the ministries and the ministry leaders that we are able to connect with and to pray for and to help there, that God, you would be that hedge of protection around them, Lord, that uh, you will keep them safe and you will keep them healthy and you will keep them strong and keep them engaged, God, in what you have called them to do there in the land. We want to lift uh, this financial need before you, Lord. We're all sensing it. We're all feeling it. But God, we know that you are the greatest resource that we could ever have, that you own the cattle on a thousand hills and the wealth in every mine. And so, Father, we continue to pray and believe for uh, supernatural provision and finance, God, so that the ministry, the work of the ministry can go forward. And Lord, we're talking about, about people, uh, you know, not, not just uh, tangible things, but, but people who need support and help in this time. And so we pray that you would open the windows of heaven and provide those finances today. And Lord, for the other needs that we talked about, for um, evangelism and, and fruit after this is all done, and, and Lord, during this time that we would um, see small group uh, leaders developed and uh, Lord groups connecting at King of Kings. We just thank you, Lord, for all of these family of ministries. And we pray that you would continue to have your hand upon each and every one of them. I pray for Chad today, Lord, strengthen him physically, anoint him spiritually. God, give him uh, creative thoughts and help him to do everything that you've called him to do. And I, I pray the same for Wayne and for Michael and Lord, that you would just have your hand upon them as they continue to lead and carry the weight of this because uh, it's the leaders that carry the weight. And so, Father, we just pray that your hand would be upon them. You give them your wisdom and your discernment. We commit it all to you today in the mighty name of Jesus, of Yeshua, our Messiah. And we thank you in his name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, Jeff, thanks for having us. And uh, listen, thank you so much and all of your your team and your partners for the love, the support, the prayers, the gifts that have sustained us and helped us over the years. And I also just want to say thank you for 
how well you've communicated and stayed in contact with us, uh, facing your own challenges and making sure that we, um, we were in the loop with you on that. So thank you again for all of those things. Thank you for joining us for the podcast today. And we also want to thank our guests, Chad and Wayne. If you would like to know more about King of Kings community in Jerusalem, their website is kkcj.org. And if you'd like to know more about FIRM, about the Fellowship of Israel-related ministries, then their website is firm.org.il. And you can check out all of their information there. If you'd like to help with those ministries, I mean, I know they would appreciate your prayers, but also if you'd like to make a gift, a donation, you can do that through our website, firstcenturyfoundations.com. That's firstcenturyfoundations with an S dot com forward slash donate. And a gift would be so appreciated. We would make sure that uh, it gets to those ministries. And lastly, you can follow us on social media. You can uh, like our Facebook page at FCF Jeff, at FCF J-E-F-F. Follow us on Twitter, same handle, at FCF Jeff. Or you can follow on Instagram, search First Century Foundations. Again, thanks for being with us today. And remember, as Christians, we stand with Israel. 